Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You have just tuned in to guess what? Yes, another episode of Zdeněk's English podcast. This special episode is called "Poem to Sand Girl." And first, I should basically explain why this is called "Poem to Sand Girl." It is because last time in the last episode I interviewed a girl. This had been the very first girl I have ever interviewed on my podcast. I had even experienced kind of a romance with this girl before. And um, I sort of fancied her, I have to admit. Well, to put it simple, I was in love with her. And when she left, I felt really lonely. I was devastated. And on the very last day when she was leaving, I decided to write her a poem. But unfortunately, I didn't manage to give it to her in time. So by the time I was at the railway station, um, she was gone. It was a bit of a misunderstanding between me and her. And uh, it only added up to the whole situation. What I decided to do was to send send her the poem by mail. So I, I dispatched a pigeon, but unfortunately it took it a long time, about one month, before she actually received uh, the letter with the poem. Um, unfortunately there has been some arguing between I and her. This happens usually with long-distance rela- relationships. I don't think this was a relationship, really, uh, rather a romance. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, this usually happens. She's kind of proud and I am a bit stubborn, which uh, didn't really help. So there was a communication problem and uh, we don't really communicate any longer. Anyway, I asked her if I could publish this and she said, uh, it's up to you really, do whatever you want. Um I don't even know what kind of tone she had when she was saying this. You see, this is a problem of this kind of communication means that you can't really see the emotions unless you use some smiley faces, which may sometimes be misinterpreted for different ones because uh, there is something that we call sarcasm and you never know if the smiley face is a sarcastic one or not, you know. But, um, yeah... The result is that at the moment I'm single. I am trying to find a girl, but uh, I've been been failing so far. It's been two years and a half or something like that since I last had a proper girlfriend. It was a a, a long-term relationship. Maybe it's because I tend to compare every single girl, every new single girl I, I meet to the old one. Or I used to do it, at least. I hope I got rid of this terrible habit now. But uh, it didn't really help me. Maybe you can be asking yourselves, why on earth did you part with your long-term girlfriend if it kind of worked? Well, um, it's complicated. Uh, There was something else. It was um, an event, a a sad event in my life, which, uh, which separated us. And we had to break up. This uh, was supposed to be part of the episode called Ups and Downs Part 2. But I have to be honest with you. I didn't find the courage to record this episode yet. Maybe one day I'll manage this. Well, why haven't I been able to find a girlfriend? I'm asking this question myself. It is because I'm sometimes a bit demanding regarding the girls. They have to be clever, attractive and sporty. Kind of compatible with me, you know. No, I'm kidding. It just have to. There just have to be some chemistry um, to narrow it down. 
chemistry between me and the girl I meet. And uh, it has happened, but it was only with this Russian girl, to be honest. Or there was another girl, but she was uh, she had a boyfriend. So it is very, very complicated with me. It's kind of annoying to be single. But at the same time, there are some advantages to this kind of condition. For example, you have sort of freedom. You can do anything you like. Nobody is telling you what to do. Okay. For, for somebody, maybe it's not uh, an advantage. But for me, it is. Guys, imagine if I had a girlfriend. It's kind of in your interest. It's kind of in your interest to... Um, to make sure I don't find a girlfriend because maybe I wouldn't have time to record a podcast I hope I would and even if, if this happens one day that I find a girlfriend finally I promise I will record podcasts even with a girlfriend even if she takes some of my freedom which is of course inevitable because this is the very essence of, the, of uh, every relationship that it takes your freedom um, in exchange for something else. It gives you something else. Yeah. Like sex and other things. Okay. I've been going on about being single for way too long. You must understand that I've been single for a long time. That even makes me sort of crazy person. That's why I can be able to record such podcast maybe. Okay. To be honest, I have written some poems in English before. But uh, most of my poems that I have written were in Czech. Um, I used to write some poems when I was at a secondary school at the age of about 16, 17, 18. You know, this is, uh, this is time when you grow up. This is time that we call puberty. And there, there are physiolo- physiological changes um, with, with your body. And uh, basically your emotions are really unstable. You experience a lot of sadness, uh, a lot of excitement. And it's all mixed up and blurred and complicated. And uh, what I uh, used the poems for was to impress some girls. Uh, to be honest, it didn't uh, usually work. But um, that's what I did. It was my way to impress the girls. Or at the same time to express my emotions. Um, then I realized, I came to senses and I realized that it isn't really working. And uh, you know what? Since I stopped writing poems, I started having sex. Kind of absurd, isn't it? Surprising. Um, it only proves that uh, nowadays girls, uh, the, the modern girls, are no longer uh, romantic. Okay, maybe. What do you think? Do you agree? If you are a girl listening to this, would you want to get a poem from a boy? Is this appealing to you? I told you I had written some uh, some poems in English, so this was not the first one. But uh, I don't have much experience really with writing poems. Nevertheless, I consider myself to be a creative person. Who else could do, could run such a podcast but a creative person? But uh, I don't know. I'm not an expert. I am not... I took some literature courses at a university where we analyzed the poems where we learned uh, not to write poems, but uh, where we learned to read them and understand them. But uh, I have never done anything like creative writing. So I don't know whether it is good or bad. It will be up to you to judge this. And uh, if there happened to be a uh, literature expert among you, 
please feel free to scrutinize what I have written. Okay? I don't know if it is good or not. I don't. Honestly, I don't. I have no idea. I didn't really get much feedback from the girl. She didn't tell me much. She told me that she liked it or something like this. Maybe it wasn't good enough. Maybe it wasn't what she wanted to hear. I don't know. I want you to tell me what you think about it. Please do it. Even if it's negative, I'm willing to take this risk. I am. Okay? Now, before I play you this poem, which I had recorded before, actually, because I had to record it uh, just before I, uh, I sent out the pigeon, I didn't want to rewrite the poem. There was only original, and it was in, in hand. I, I wrote it in hand, and then I read it and recorded this, uh, because it was kind of B plan for me if the A plan, the letter, um, failed. For example, if somebody shoot the pigeon or something like this on its way, which I thought had happened because uh, the girl hadn't hadn't received the, um, uh, the, the letter for a long time, really. But it didn't. Uh, apparently, the pigeon managed to deliver the letter with the poem. And uh, yeah, before I play you this, I'd like to tell you, in my opinion what it takes to write a good poem. There are a lot of features that you have to stick to, a lot of uh, rules that you have to follow or respect. And uh, I'd like to present these rules to you. But uh, again, this is not an expert opinion. I think I have gained this knowledge from my university studies. Okay, so first of all, there has to be some purpose. Why you're writing this poem? Uh, sometimes it's because you want to impress a girl. Other times it may be that uh, uh, there is this uh, need to express yourself somehow. Or maybe you want to earn money through making poems, through writing poems, if you are good. Um, and then there is a theme, what the poem is about, actually. Is it war? Is it love? Is it just some um, emotional state of a person? Vocabulary. Of course, the larger number of words, you know, the better. Then the poem uh, looks or uh, um, really looks nicer and is more readable and uh, more interesting. You know, Shakespeare, he has known, he knew so many words. It can't be he has known because he is already dead. So I can't use present perfect here. I have to use past simple. So he knew a lot of words and that's why he was such Partly, partly that's why he was such a great, the greatest writer of all times, actually. Um, then you have to keep some rhythm when uh, uh, writing a poem. And uh, also when you read poems, uh, it is also a, a skill to know. So I don't know when I read the poem, if I, uh, I, I tried. I tried to read it with certain rhythm and um, um, some emotions in it. But I don't know, you know. And then, in poems, typically there is a verse. So, uh, certain words that rhyme, uh, that's because they are uh, similar or, or the same bubbles in the words. And, um, of course, there are different types of rhymes and verses. Uh, I've studied this before. And um, I decided to go for one type of a verse. And uh, another aspect of good poem writing is... Figurative language, um, I mean like metaphors, things like this. 
personifications, language which is not used directly, but uh, there is a hidden meaning when you say something. Okay, that's what figurative language means. I try to use this too. I don't know if, if I succeeded. It's up to you to judge, as I said. Overall, there has to be some impression, some style. You have to, you need to have a style of writing. Again, I don't know what style I have. It's up to you to judge. Maybe I have repeated this phrase way too many times. I should stop now. But again, it's up to you to judge. Now you may think I am kind of a robot who keeps repeating things. This is because recently I have been watching too much of Doctor Who. And you will now be exterminated. Exterminate. 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 This this was supposed to be a Dalek. But uh, as you can see, or rather here, I was kind of uh, trying to adjust the voice, which was not of the best quality. Anyway, here is the poem. After you have listened to it, I decided to choose several words and phrases and expressions to go through and explain them, because you might find them maybe difficult or... yeah. I'm not going to explain what the poem meant, because this is not primarily... this, this was not Uh, meant for this podcast, of course. So you can um, analyze it for yourselves if you if you like. You want to do with it whatever you want. You can even use it. If you are a man, you can even use it to impress another girl. But please, don't come back to me. If this doesn't work, the girl slaps you or ditches you. Please don't come back to me uh, and uh, reproach me or even kill me for that because I warned you. I'm warning you now. This poem is not perfect. Yep. So, here you are. There is something you should know, just before you go, that you have been marked to stay forever in my heart, and we both know it isn't smart. To breathe for a girl of your kind, pure insanity of sickened mind. I gave you the name Sand Girl, since in the sand it all began. I became to be an awakened man, dreaming lifeless, my heart in prison, stuck in bygone memories. But the reason I came back to the world of passion was our visit of this sand dune and the flawless fitness of full moon. That's exactly when I knew, that's when I caught this flu. For which the cure may be the time, a bitchy cat, an immortal beast. Just stay one more day at least. I played it like a game, which could have ended in a pain, but I never learned to surrender. You couldn't roll the tempting six, an evil girl who needs to fix. A charming devil versed in defense, though, You grabbed all apples and tossed them below To earn yourself a tender little kiss That tempted you, I saw it did Like Russian roulette with one bullet Just when you pulled the trigger When you rolled the correct figure It's way too late to think again But playing with fire tempting is It's not easy to maintain peace 
you couldn't resist. You played my game, your eyes fixed on the Hall of Fame. The moment of truth that touches. A love artist must be agile. You were defenseless and fragile. Veiled in a cloud of mystery. Was that the time to shape history? The great affair of languages. It should have been so. But you hold back, so maybe no. I change my thoughts in every line. Is it wrong or is it fine? Can a poet forget his script? Can he play it by the ear? Can the last beat the guilt and fear? You must think that I'm crazy. I might as well be just lazy and ignore all those witty clues. We both had a choice. Not to play with danger toys. You revealed your weaknesses to me. Even a blind person would see and take advantage of such beauty. All those spots so fresh and sweet, like a dog and meat he has to eat. I know you hate dogs a lot, but no good story has a simple plot. And the winner is not the one who fails, but the one who doesn't quit. Even if it comes to a split, you are a winning type, and so am I. We press on, fight, and always try. It is a wildly mixed potion, poisonous, and I drank from it, I did, and it made my heart bleed. Did you have a sip at all, perhaps in secret, in the hall? I am not in position to ask. The loyalty makes you act this way. You shall not kiss, you shall not say. You are a faithful being, but I do have a feeling that you are torn between the worlds of guilt and desire, and I know how to set the fire, but I can't as you are strong, and I won't sing the forceful song. It's what I could have done, but I can't, I become weak. Whenever I touch your cheek, it sometimes felt like hugging tree, calm and mellow like waveless sea. But other times it was a storm, and I knew you were on my side, until the mosquitoes came to bite and spoiled everything, fearless creatures, bloodthirsty beasts with human features. They strike you when you are naked. You know, sometimes I feel like one. But it's easier said than done to bite, to suck the tasty drink. It does make you think, isn't it easier to be a mosquito? You may take it as a sin, but I know it's genuine. I fell for a foreign dancer, but it's like a question with no answer. A fit bird with painting talent. Frankly, is there more to ask for? What is that? A door? A door? Oh no, it's locked and the key is hidden, deep in the lake and forbidden for me to look for it. Yet I could get it during night, to swim and dive and search the site. But I won't. Here comes the train. All my effort shall be in vain. Under the bridge we used to hide, from the rain of pressure, but it's too late. So much I hate the repulsive fate. 
It's like before war, so intense. Yet tender kissing is offense. And it's killing me from within. So before this battle breaks out, I bleed, I cry, I scream and shout. But after you disappear, I shall not shed a single tear. Ale, I will never forget, sand girl. You opened the gate to my heart. It's my decision to play this card. This wasn't just a book to put on shelf. It was real, like life itself. Now heed my advice carefully. Keeping quiet will make you safe. You're strong and very brave. Just remember, I remain here. So you may come back with no fear. And I shall make you happy. No need to say any more. This is stronger than futile war. She's gone. I was tricked by my mind. And I lost the girl so hard to find. No more kisses. The bells are tolling. On the church I throw a stone. Then in the darkness I stare alone. Now I have to send a pigeon. But I won't pray, no religion. It brings me to my final thought. The last question to ask and ponder. Does the distance make heart go fonder? Okay, listeners, that, that was it. So what did you think of it? Did you like it or did you not? This was probably the best poem I have ever written. So if you didn't like it, I don't recommend to ask me for my previous poems, really. Okay, so let me uh, go through some vocabulary, but once again, I'm not, I'm not going to explain the meaning of the, the individual lines, because this is not the intention uh, by which this poem was created. Um, I just want to make sure you understand some vocabulary. Okay, so number one, bygone memories, bygone memories. It means uh, memories which are long gone, which you no longer maybe even remember. Surrender. To surrender means to give up, basically. Uh, there is uh, a nice English idiom, to throw in the towel. To throw in the towel. If you are a boxer and you are boxing in a ring and um, your opponent seems to be killing you, it's the right time to surrender. So you th throw in the towel. Sand dune is uh, basically a lot of sand in one place. This is what uh, happens in a desert. Be versed in something. If you are versed in something, it basically means you are good at something. You can be versed in sport, or you can be versed in drawing or painting or dancing or something like that. Russian roulette. Basically, it's a, it's a stupid game in which uh, uh, the participants... Uh, basically have uh, one pistol or a weapon in which there is only one bullet. It means that there is chance that you will be killed. And you, what you do is that you, you spin the magazine. You spin the magazine, not the one uh, that you read. Magazine is like a storage tank or reser reservoir of the bullets. You spin it and uh, you pray that you didn't spin it in the, in the position where the bullet is. If it does, uh, it, uh, then you shoot yourself, you commit suicide. But it's a game. I don't know why people play this, really. It's stupid, isn't it? 
Um, next one is Hall of Fame. Well, this is a place where uh, one keeps his or her trophies. It can be a showcase, it can be a building, I don't know, a room maybe. Uh, to play it by the ear, it means to improvise. It's when you don't have the script, when you don't have the notes, uh, for when you are, for example, a p pianist, and you don't have the notes, you just play it by the ear. You play it how you remember it. To press on means to continue and fight. If something is in vain, it is basically pointless. It is futile. There is no point in doing it. To shed a tear means to cry. Towards the end, I used the Czech word ale. Now, I feel the need to explain to you what this means. Um, it means but in English. But I'm not going to explain why I used a Czech word in, in otherwise a 99.9% English poem. I'm not going to do that. And uh, one last phrase will, is to heed my advice. If I, I, I said heed my advice, it means listen to what I tell you. Okay, listeners, heed my advice. Don't write poems to girls because it simply doesn't work. It is nice piece of literature if it's good, however, and I want you to analyze my poem, to look at it and tell me what you think. Uh, this time it is even more important than in the previous episode. Could you please give me some feedback? Just send me an email, a Facebook message, anything. Please get back to me and tell me what you think about it. If you think it is good, maybe I will become a writer, a poem writer, and uh, I will make a living out of it. Or maybe I will write more poems in the future for the intents and purposes of this very podcast. Who knows? Certainly not me. Okay, listeners, I hope... You have a good time. I hope you are well. I hope you have enjoyed listening to this podcast episode. Maybe you learned some new words. Or maybe you just managed to kill some time. Be it as it may, I want to congratulate you on um, having listened to this episode to the very end. Because this is the end. Bye.